Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. We are so glad you're here. Let's get to it. Today we're talking about hiding purchases from your spouse. Mm -hmm. So if you do this, you need to watch this. Mm -hmm. Or if you have a spouse who does this, you probably need to talk about it together. For sure. This is one of those things We were actually working on the book, and this came up while we were working on the book, which is coming out in February. Get ready. Um, But anyway, have you seen those memes where it's like, you know, basically you're just hiding the FedEx. The FedEx guy shows up, and you're like taking that package and hiding it in your closet before your husband sees it, before he comes home or whatever. Yeah. I've seen this a lot. I have a friend who talks about it, and honestly, it's hilarious to me because... To so some common. degree, we've all maybe done that a little bit. Have you done that? Uh, probably, probably. <laughs> so we, we put up a poll on in Instagram. If you're not following us, go follow us over there at Seed Time. But we put up a poll on our stories asking people who's done this. And mm-hmm. it's more than half people totally. responded. And I know some of them are lying, but, you know, so sure. so at least more than half the people have done Or maybe done they this. just don't know what we mean. Maybe they're maybe not lying. That's but maybe that's, maybe that's it. it. But anyway, we got to talking about this and... I did this hardcore for a while with a Starbucks addiction. Okay, so I would basically go get my drink every single day. Sometimes I would pay cash so you really wouldn't know. But I knew that Bob was seeing the bank statement, so I don't know what I was actually thinking. But I was like, if he doesn't see the cup, then there won't be a conversation about it. And I I even remember when... We would be out because I got one every single day, guys. That's what happens. I think they put something in. They put something in there. What do they put in there? It makes you really have to have it. I don't know. We're going to get down the line. It's going to be like the cigarette companies. Yeah. Like when you find out, wait a minute, it's addictive. Yeah, it's addictive. But, anyways. We'd be out, you know, running errands on a Saturday and I'd be like, can I finish And he's like, what? What? Like. But I was so, I just, I didn't want to talk about it. It was kind of a problem I had, but also I was just like, I don't need to hear about it. Okay. And I have not always been a perfect spouse. I don't know if I was. Not always, but you are now. (laughs) But now I am. (laughs) I don't know if I was overbearing at any point that helped make you feel like you couldn't talk about it. I'm sure there was an element of that. If I was. But you had more going on than just that, right? It wasn't like I was screaming at you every time you no, bought a Starbucks, right? No, 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 right? for sure, for sure. I mean, like I'm no, sure we got in some fights. I don't fights, think you right? ever screamed at me. Yeah, I don't even that's right. think that it was ever really like a, you know, I don't think you were ever really that upset. I, for us, like we are kind of on the on the health, whatever. What would you call that? The healthy food spectrum. Healthy food is that a spectrum, spectrum sure. that we can be on? And Bob will be like, that stuff is terrible for you. He's like, you shouldn't. And then I thought, well, I'm spending all my money on this. And so I I just, I even if you didn't project any of this, which I honestly don't remember, I felt so much judgment for spending my money on $6 at Starbucks every day, you yeah. know, because well, it, it is Well, and at this cheap. point, yeah, I mean, we were 
pretty tight financially too at this point. No, 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 no. Right? This was later when we this were. This is when we were super rich. When later was, on, when we were super rich. <laughs> no, but when we, it was like. This was coming out of, I know we've talked about before, our spending money. This yeah. was coming out of my spending money. So this wasn't directly affecting him. But well, and this is air. This is a tangent we should take. My hair. Yeah, if weird. you don't have, your hair looks great, honey. Thanks. If you don't have, if you're married and you don't have personal spending money, if you have all your money in one big bucket, like, mm-hmm. please, you, you, your marriage <laughs> is going to be so this is much our better. one marriage tip, It is really. going to be so much better if you create separate categories i mean really what you need to do is you need to get a real money you method and do budget. that it's so good um, but even if you don't do that just break out separate spending categories for each of you like we did yes. this when we first did this 15 years ago it changed our marriage mm-hmm. like the number of fights that we went from having to not having it was mind-blowing just because of this right insanely simple thing of breaking out two buckets this is linda's money she can do whatever she wants with it, and i don't care what she does with it and, and i was vice spending versa. it all on green tea frappuccinos with a quarter of the ice my starbucks addiction was coming out of my separate category so so i didn't really care as if he was really affected by this like it wasn't like i was taking our rent money yeah. and spending it on, yeah. on my green tea frappuccino but um, Why don't you I tell them what tell. it was like? So, Linda, this is really funny. If anybody worked at Starbucks, she would get a green tea frappuccino with not half, but one quarter of the ice. I was like, they would make it with light ice, and I was like, they took out two ice cubes. I want this a quarter of the ice because it was more like a milkshake. Okay, but so well, like, okay, the reason so this is a fun tangent. This is a fun tangent. So much better. So yeah, so she would do this, get a quarter of the ice, but then they would feel obligated to fill it up. And so what that meant is they just basically dumped more of this simple sugary syrup in there. Or milk. So, yeah, it was super sugary. And, and you loved really it. It was good. great. <laughs> like but liquid anyway. fudge. Hmm? Like liquid fudge. Like Except that intense. Except for it was the, the, the matcha. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, the point is I was trying to hide this from him. And so even though there's a part of it that is really kind of funny, I think because it's so relatable, I started realizing... Is this a problem that I'm hiding something from my husband? <laughs> this was the question I started to ask myself. Like, It's a good question to ask. Yeah. I mean, I just was wondering, if I'm hiding this from him, would it be easy to hide other things from him? And how would I feel if he was hiding things from me? So I just started going down this this path just because I felt like I wasn't really, yeah, being honest with him and... <laughs> Maybe there was something in there that I was just getting convicted, right, by the Holy Spirit. It's like, yeah. maybe this isn't the best approach. So I, that, that, was my, that was kind of how I got to this conclusion of like, maybe I should just stop hiding this. But then as I start going down this path and start trying to just be a little bit more honest and open and not care, like, honestly, I was just trying to not care if he saw <laughs> the container. But... What I started to realize about myself is that I was actually super shameful about it. I think this is the part where maybe it doesn't shameful get about, talked about much. About the addiction, about the spending, like what specifically? It was just something that I felt like I was caught doing, which is silly because he's my husband. He's not my parent. You Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where maybe it was just this trigger of if he catches me, I'm going to get in trouble. Maybe it was because it was something I knew I didn't like about myself. Like I, I knew I could hear his words and I knew he was right that I was like, this is not the best thing for me. I could see it in my body where I was like, 
this is not great for me. I was getting a ton of migraines. And every time I'd get a migraine, I was like, oh, man, is he going to bring it up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that I had an excessive amount of migraines due to this addiction. And so it was like I already knew it, but it was a problem that I did not know how to change or solve. And so the more it got brought up, the worse I felt about it. Does that does that make sense? So it was just like this this whole ball of all these different things wrapped up in shame. Yeah. All right. So what so from your perspective about me, what did I do right? Did I do wrong in any of these situations? What would you have done differently? Or what would you coach someone like me? Well, to do and to handle it. I did tell you at one point, I was like, please just stop talking to me about this. I, I think it took me years to get to the point where I just said, please stop talking to me about this. I understand. I just don't know how to change. So what's funny about this is I've had a nail biting habit for a long, long time. And I've come into the same thing where there's seasons where I fight it and try to break it. Mm-hmm. But then where we're like, yeah, where I'm really working on trying to break this habit or addiction or whatever we'll call it. Where it's like, I want your support. I want your reminders. I mm-hmm. want. And then there's other times where you it's like, I'm just too. like a shock collar. <laughs> but it's a bracelet. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> we can talk about that oh right there. It's called gosh. Pavlock for anybody who wants Pavlock, to look it up. It's, yeah. It's really it really, great. I mean, it's created for breaking habits. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> it's an atomic habit. I'm seeing yeah. that. But there's these things. There's times where it's like, I'm in the fight. Yes, I want the support. And there's other times where it's like, I can't. I'm not in the mindset, the frame of mind right. to fight that to battle fight. right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't need you to make me feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, keep bugging me about because this thing it's that not I'm like, helping me change. It's just making me angry, and it's yeah. just making me frustrated. It's making me feel more shameful, or whatever the emotion is. Yeah. Right? So that, to me, based on what we're saying, that sounds like a topic for conversation between husband and wife. Yeah. Where are you on this spectrum? Like, are you trying right, right now or not? Yeah. And it's like no guilt or shame if you're not. But I just right. need to know how can I help you and support you? Right. Right. Yes. And I do think that you were good about that. And it's, I think once I finally came to that, where it was like, I just needed to know, like, I can't do this on my own. I, I'm not in a place where I even really want to try. I just, I know it's wrong. And that's where I'm at. Can you please just go to drive to Starbucks and let me get my drink? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's worth talking about how you got out of this, which yeah. is God's grace. It's I God's mean, really? grace. I mean, I... It's a hundred percent God's grace because I was literally walking down the street on my way to get one. We came to visit downtown Franklin. We stayed in a cute little Airbnb in downtown Franklin so I could walk to the downtown area and they had a Starbucks right there. Franklin, Tennessee, for anybody who's curious. Franklin, Tennessee. That's yes. where we live now. It's great. You should totally come visit or come live here. <laughs> we don't need anybody oh. else to live here. <laughs> Too many people here. Uh, anyway. So I was on my way walking down and I don't know, I don't understand what, but I felt this thing inside me go, just don't get one. And I was like, okay. And I'm not kidding. From the that moment on, I just have not, it has not had a hold on me the way it did before. So God broke the thing off of you, basically. Literally just broke it. And I prayed for years. Like, I don't want to want these. Please make it so I don't want (laughs) to. But I lacked the willpower to actually quit. Yeah. I think this is just, it's a whole bunch of different things. And I do remember at one point you told me, do you know how much you're spending a month on Starbucks? Do you know that it's this much a day, which is this much a week, which is this month, much a month and this much a year? 
And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it definitely added this, uh, all right, well, what can I do instead? Like, it, it, it gave me some incentive to try and think of some other methods. Having the information. Having like the information. Like, being able to see right. what's actually happening. Yeah. Clearly. And this is kind of how we talked about it in the book. Yeah. But as we were talking through more of it, the the shame component is what I feel like is such a... Yeah, I just... What I got from this is that there's actually freedom from this. And, and like, hiding it is keeping the freedom and the healing from happening in your heart. And so I honestly didn't get to the point where... I had this thing break off of me until I was very open with Bob about, all right, I'm going to go get my Starbucks. Okay, I'm going to go get Starbucks today, What you yeah. know, whatever. Can you take me or we're going together? Can we go stop over there? Yeah, that's a really that interesting point. point that like you had to admit it, acknowledge it, be honest about the thing, that that had to happen before yes. the breakthrough kind of came. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. I mean, I do appreciate that. When I would say, just leave me alone about it, you really would leave me alone. Because I knew, you knew it was a problem. Like, you, yeah, could, like see, I you could see it from the outside, you know yeah, what I mean? like I cared about you. Like, right. I, you know, the financial component, again, like I said, it was your spending money, so I just didn't care as much. It wasn't right. affecting our household finances as much. But, yeah, I cared about you. Like, anything that we're addicted to, like, is not good. Like, we shouldn't right. have any other masters Unless other than Jesus. to Jesus. You know? <laughs> So I want to yeah. live where nothing is in control. I'm not a slave to anything. Yes. And, um, you know, one same for you. Absolutely. Anyone listening to this, if you're married or even if you're not and you have this problem, I think it would be great to go and open up to someone about this or preferably your spouse. If you are the person who someone comes to you, like have some great, have a ton of grace as much as you can possibly muster. Yeah. To be able to just hear them and not have to, you know, ride their case about it or get yeah. on them about it. Or every time you see them doing something, it's like, oh, well, there you go again. You said you didn't want to do that anymore. And here you go. You know, I mean, even when you are biting your nails, I'll just kind of do this sometimes. and <laughs> Take my hand away. Because sometimes you don't want the help. And I think it's okay that sometimes you're not in that place. And also that you can just pray and ask God for breakthrough in this area, right? Yeah, I just, I was just, I forgot what book it was in. I was reading a book yesterday and the woman used an illustration about communicating hard messages that I'm like, that's a great illustration. And she basically said, you can take a brick and write a message on it and throw it through someone's window, or you can write them a letter and send it to it. It's like, you can communicate a message both ways, but they're right. received very, very differently. Yeah. And the outcome of each action is going to be so very, true. very different. You know, and I think we all know this if we're married, like having grace, communicating difficult things in mm -hmm. a kind tone works so much better than anger and frustration and everything else. But yeah, there you go. write a letter. Don't throw a brick through a window. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't left a review for the podcast, please do that. That'd be awesome. We would be um, greatly blessed by that. And then if you come to Franklin, let us know. We'll give you our recommendations. Well, yeah. We'll point you Don't some go to great Starbucks. Go to Frothy like Monkey instead. It's so much better. <laughs> or Barista Parlor is oh, a winning, not that's in Franklin, but um, great coffee shop. Anyway. All right. That's all for now. <laughs> We're going to stop rambling, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.